Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey friends, it's Dora, and welcome back to the Sunday Scaries. So when I first moved to the U.S. from Canada, I noticed that every time I met someone new, we'd smile, introduce ourselves, and then like clockwork, the other person would ask, so what do you do? Likewise, when I was hanging out with friends, I started noticing that a lot of our conversations would revolve around work. Bosses, promotions, colleagues, successes, failures, the drama of it all. When I lived in Canada, I can't recall talking this much about work, even when meeting a brand new person. I'd ask someone where they grew up or what their family was like or what books they were reading. When I was out with friends, we'd talk about our latest adventures, things happening in the news, or random facts or stories we'd heard. It became really clear to me that people placed a different value on work in America. And by that, I mean work defines a lot of people here. Now, I can only speak for LA where I'm living, but in many cases, it feels like your job is your identity. Your profession is entangled with your personality and sometimes even your purpose. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that work shouldn't be something we invest ourselves in, Work makes us feel productive and useful. We spend a lot of our waking life doing it, and many people like or even love what they do. And that's a beautiful thing. But for me, every time someone asked me, what do you do? 
where do you work? Before asking me anything else, like how I was doing, I felt confined, limited. I felt objectified. Like I was being evaluated based on what I could do for them or what connections I had. Those conversations seemed less about me as a person, and I'm so much more than what I do. So this brings me to Sundays. The Sunday scaries always seem to come back to feelings of anxiety. And often this anxiety revolves around work. But how much worse are the Sunday scaries if your job is intertwined with your sense of identity? When we feel like we are our job, it raises the stakes even more at work. For example, if we mess up at work, which will happen to all of us at some point, we may feel like we are the mistake. And whatever hiccups occur are a reflection of us as people. That means Sunday becomes a day in which you aren't just worried about your job, you're worried about yourself. And if you feel like your job is your identity, you're leaving your worth and value in the hands of others, which is a risky game to play. So how do we alleviate this all-consuming pressure surrounding our work and create a bit of space in between who we are and what we do? First, I know this is easier said than done, but try not to value the opinions of others over yourself. The more your identity becomes reliant on work, wrapped up in your sense of usefulness, the more reliant we are on appraisal from others. Instead, see if you can set your own values, become your own standard, and define work on your own terms. Take time to ask yourself, Am I proud of my work on this project, regardless of what others think? Or remind yourself that you did your best at work that day, and that's enough. Now, I'm not saying to completely disregard helpful feedback, but taking pride in your work, independent of what others say, will nurture an identity that is shaped and maintained by you, and not by people and things you ultimately have no control over. The second thing you can do is to reflect on what is your purpose versus what is your job. Our life purpose is what gives us meaning and a sense of fulfillment. Having a sense of purpose is more broad than a job title and doesn't require being employed. Maybe you find a sense of purpose from cooking for people and sharing your love of food with others. This doesn't mean you have to be a professional chef. Finding, naming, and connecting to your purpose can help you maintain a sense of presence and awareness when you find yourself spiraling into job obsession. Say you find purpose in being an artist. Then painting is something that you can do in your free time. Or if your purpose is found in helping others in need, you can try volunteering on weekends. And your purpose could also be tied to a paycheck, like mine is. If you see yourself as a writer... You could take a copywriting job, but that doesn't mean you can't work on your novel outside of the office. The important thing to note is that your purpose is something that exists with or without your job. And of course, practicing mindfulness can also help us from being consumed with our work. Notice the different thoughts, emotions, and sensations related to the small space that exists between ourselves and our jobs. If we can widen that gap, we can start to see where we begin and end and where our jobs begin and end, so we're not so entangled. For now, though, let's take a moment to reflect on what truly brings us a sense of joy 
and passion. So wherever you are, take a moment to settle in and get comfortable. The eyes can be open to a soft, gentle, downward gaze or closed. And taking a full, deep breath here, breathing in, filling the body, and breathing out, letting everything go. Now, bringing to your mind's eye something that fills you with joy that you do. It could be a hobby, an activity. Maybe it's storytelling or traveling. Whatever makes your soul excited. And if you can't think of anything recent, you can try thinking about what you love to do as a child. Only if that's helpful. Maybe it was drawing, dancing, being outside. Allowing any wandering thoughts to come and go. And as you reflect on this, staying connected with your breath. Feeling that sense of joy expand and fill the body, breath by breath. And then taking another deep breath. And on the exhale, slowly and gently opening your eyes. We live in a society that nurtures and even rewards obsessive commitment to work. It's no wonder that people's identities get so entangled in what they do. But anytime you need to untangle yourself, I invite you to return to this meditation. Remind yourself of those things that bring you a deep sense of joy. If you can, take time to do things you love that aren't work-related. Having a sense of balance is so necessary and being gentle with yourself is key. You can see your job as a part of your identity, but thinking your job is your identity is a whole different ballgame. You are more than just one thing. Lastly, I wanted to playfully challenge you with the task of refraining from talking about anything job or work related. Try to connect human to human and see where the conversation takes you and what insights are sparked. Pick something that expands your horizons and let the work-free conversations begin. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to check in with yourself today. I'll see you here next week where we'll look at Sundays through a slightly different lens. Hint, if you love music, you won't want to miss it.